Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tell us about the receipts you are keeping. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. For 2022, folks, no Subway Series, (laughs) no chance. The Yankees have been eliminated. They were swept. I repeat, they didn't win a single game. They were swept at home. I watched the Houston Astros celebrate on that field with Frank Sinatra as the soundtrack. Are you serious? They figured out the most embarrassing way to go out. They figured out how to humiliate the entire fan base. They may have set this organization back 13 years, which was the last time they made it to the World Series. And conveniently enough, the Astros go back. That's the new dynasty. The Yankees used to be a dynasty. Congratulations to the Houston Astros. They're back in the World Series. Six ALCS appearances in a row. And they meet the Philadelphia Phillies, Yankees South, who also get back to the World Series before the Yankees do. Keith McPherson joining you. 6.30 to, I think, 7.50 before Monday Night Football, before the Brooklyn Nets face the Memphis Grizzlies out in Tennessee. We'll get to that, and there's plenty of football to get to. Jets fans, congratulations. Giants fans, congratulations. At least you have that to roll right into. If you're like me, you tuck your Yankee stuff in the back of the closet, you put it in a bag, you store it away for the winter because you just can't stand to look at it. And you'd be a crazy person to wear it outside and have to have conversations about these New York Yankees. I could be having this conversation in a bodega or the group chat, but I'm blessed and thankful to have it right here on WFAN tonight. This is my first season covering the New York Yankees, being on every night after the Yankees postseason or postgame. And man, what a postseason it was not. Reminder that they went down in the DS 
to the Cleveland Guardians. They were down 2-1, backs against the wall, had to win back-to-back games. And then, (laughs) since they, you know, took eight days to complete that series, couldn't be easy, they went into the ALCS without a break, but with this idea and this plan that they were going to play a 6-7 game series. So in game one, you don't do everything to steal game one. You kind of punt that away with your decisions, and you play for later days. But I came here Wednesday night, and I told you after that game, they're on sweep watch. They're on sweep alert. The Houston Astros haven't lost a game this postseason. In the regular season, you saw enough evidence to tell you the Astros were much better than the Yankees. But I'm a Yankees fan. I love the New York Yankees. I don't know what my life would be like if I didn't decide as a young kid that that was cool watching the Yankees win World Series. That was cool watching Derek Jeter's whole career. I want to be a part of it. No one wants to be a part of this. The Yankees dynasty, that's that's a thing of the past, folks. That's history. But they still have some of the same parts in the organization, and they still have this Yankee arrogance that they've carried since they were winning everything, since they were dominating the league, since they had the formula for success. They don't have it anymore. And I guess you can measure success in regular season wins. I'm glad they came just short of 100. They got 99 regular season wins. They won the division. Great. Great. But in the process of that, this summer, what did I say? If you can be that bad, I'm not sure you could be that good. And I know someone listening remembers me saying that when they were slumping. If they can show you how bad they are, how can you expect them to magically be at their best when it matters the most? And they were bad. Strikeouts, errors, can't score. They reverted back to the bad version that we saw when they were slumping, when they were losing in the dog days of summer. That's what they were reduced to against the Houston Astros team that's just much better than them, top to bottom. Organization, players, system, strategy, analytics. The Astros own the New York Yankees. They are your daddy. And I thought about going to the game yesterday. And really what stopped me, you know, a few things. My sister was in town. I had to take her to the airport. She could have got an Uber. My my wife was away for the weekend I went and picked her up. She wanted to spend time with me. And they both had in their minds that I wasn't going to be available. And as I'm, you know, in the stadium Saturday night watching that mess, I knew that was the funeral. I knew it was over. I knew it was a wrap. That was it. That was the chance, right? All of the positive, uh, all of the uh, positive Yankee fans that say, don't give up on the team. They just got to win one game to turn this series around. When you saw that Saturday night, right? Aaron Judge cuts in front of Harrison Bader. He drops a ball. You don't get out of the inning there. Garrett Cole, who has been decent, better in the postseason versus his regular season, which wasn't much to write home about. But that thing about Garrett Cole unraveling, that thing about Garrett Cole mentally that a lot of us were worried about going into the postseason, how is Garrett Cole going to respond to adversity? Well, he ends up giving up a two-run bomb, and uh, that's immediate. You know, that's that's how the Astros move. They're kind of like uh, your, your older brother, right? Smack you in the head when you make a mistake. Caught you. And that's what they did to the Yankees the whole series. You make a mistake, we're going to make you pay. They got outclassed. They got outpitched. And barely outhit. But last night, you could tell the Astros were ready to go home. And the Yankees couldn't do enough to stop them. 
And I knew not to go to the stadium last night. It was a bozo funeral. I had no idea there were that many Astros fans, even in the vicinity. But I watched that post game, and I watched how many of their fans were in there. I saw a video of a, a Astros fan sweeping a Yankees hat in Yankee Stadium. All Yankee fans should be embarrassed. They should feel some type of way about this. But here's the thing, folks. Don't expect changes to come. I already told you, they won the division. They won 99 games. They were one of the last four teams standing. So that's a successful year, and attendance shot right back up this year. There were a ton of fans showing up to these games all season. They made a ton of money off of everything. The Yankees were blazing a trail in the beginning of the season where we talked about them as the next 1998 Yankees. These guys were going to win 110, 120 games. But they showed you who they were. And when someone shows you who they are, you're supposed to believe them, right? And I wanted to believe that they could do it, but I also in my head knew that they weren't equipped. So you can look at a bunch of things. I see people today talking about this IKF Donaldson trade. All-time fail. All-time fail. We should go back and dig up the calls and the reaction when that trade happened last winter. I think a lot of us were confused. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, we understand you got to get Gary Sanchez out of here. Gary Sanchez was done with all the mistakes and, and strikeouts and things that he did behind the plate that were slowing the Yankees down. But we've seen the Yankees DFA guys. We've seen the Yankees get nothing from a lot of different guys. Why was it that they had to make that trade to get Gary out of here and replace a Gio Urshela who there's a clip floating around. Brian Cashman himself says, you know, we appreciate everything Gio did, but he's not. Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson's not Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson's not the Josh Donaldson you thought you were getting. And I remember saying, what version of Josh Donaldson do you expect to get this season? At age 36, he's cooked. And why would you bring that guy here after he called out your ace? Oh, to shake the room. (laughs) I get it. You need a spark. The Yankees always need a spark. The Yankees can never handle their business. They can never impose their will. They can never just go out and make it happen like they used to. They need some type of analytics or some type of change in the lineup. How many times are you going to change the lineup at the end of the season? And that goes back to the IKF trade. IKF, more like WTF. I don't know about that. People talking about Jeter coming back to help this team. Jeter's watching you roll out three different shortstops in the American League Championship. He's far from here. I think he posted that he was in New York game one of the DS. He didn't post that he was at the stadium. Why would he show up? This is far from the culture that he was in. People talking about Donnie Baseball being the next manager. I have news for you folks. After we were embarrassed last year. In, in Boston, not against Houston, against our other rival, the Red Sox, the other team that you got to hate the most. You hate the, you hate the Astros, you hate the Red Sox, one or both. I thought that was embarrassing, and the first move they made was to re-up Aaron Boone. So that told you everything you need to know. Instead of going to search, they read him up, so he's going to be back. And if you question the moves in the ALCS, question the entire organization. I've told you they give him a bucket of things he can and can't do. It's like a maze. You turn this way and it leads you this way. And he kind of defaults into these decisions because they don't make any sense. They're not moves that as a fan you're thinking, all right, let's go to this guy. Let's go to Clark Schmidt. Let's go to him again. Oh, actually, let's throw in these rookies at the bottom of the order. Let's ask these rookies who we were hesitant to call up all year. 
Let's ask these rookies to play shortstop against the Houston Astros, the biggest stage, the most intensity. That Come on, man. These guys fumbled the ball, and they did it all year. You can go back to the Joey Gallo trade, right? The curse of Joey Gallo, his strikeouts live on. Man, they wanted to get him up out of here so fast, and they struck out without him. Andrew Benintendi comes here, he plays for a month, he gets hurt. Joey Gallo wasn't the problem. The Yankees' record before trading Joey Gallo was 70 and 34. The Yankees' record after trading Joey Gallo, 32 and 33. It was like a weird omen, like a curse on the Yankees. And I think they have a few curses. I think there's a lot of people talking about the Yankees' curse. Yeah, but it's their own negligence. It's their own arrogance. It's their own ways of doing things like this. When I'm thinking about going to the stadium yesterday at 4.15, I read this tweet from Brian Hoke. It says, Aaron Boone said that Chad Bowling, the Yankees' mental skills coach, was sending around highlight videos of the 2004 Red Sox this morning. Eduardo Perez also FaceTimed David Ortiz into Boone's office pregame. I swear to you, I thought someone was trolling. I thought there was a fake Brian Hoke account. I, I didn't retweet it. I just made sure that that's a, that's a real thing. That's, that's, that's real. One, it really happened. Two, they really let it hit the media. They let it hit the public. The Yankees are comprised of guys that grew up rooting for the Yankees. Garrett Cole, Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever. Jose Trevino, who talked about being in Corpus Christi, Texas, dreaming of being a Yankee. His dad was a Yankees fan. IKF, who you've seen pictures of him in the bleachers as a kid. Harrison Bader, Bronxville native. Come on. You have these guys looking at 2004, how the Red Sox came back as they face elimination, potentially getting swept. Well, you know what that did? It planted in their heads that, wow, look at these guys losing. Look at these guys folding. And look at the Red Sox celebrating the American League championship on our field. It was the old Yankee Stadium. And now, last night, they put a mark on this new stadium that will never erase. The hated Houston Astros, the cheating Houston Astros, that now that cheating scandal seems like it was 10 years ago, but the crooked Houston Astros got to celebrate the American League championship in the new Yankee Stadium. And I watched that whole thing because I'm like, I, I always do this. I always watch trophy presentations in basketball, which, hey, this is... You know, not too far from me watching the Brooklyn Nets get swept in four games. Like, <laughs> I could do this, not hiding, ready to talk about it. But the Yankees did so many things wrong, and I feel like the baseball gods were against them. The universe was against them. You get Josh Donaldson striking out, and then before the last game, he's like, oh, I feel like I didn't do that bad. But then you get him striking out, and what I hope is his last Yankee at bat just looking at the ball, and then we get a, a Chapman, Sonny Gray-type smile out of him, a smirk out. What are you smiling about? I look at the Yankees right now, and I understand a lot of you want Brian Cashman gone. I get it, right? Because all I keep hearing is they need a new voice, right? It's not working. Shout out to Dom from, I think Dom's from East Rochester. Dominic calls in, and when they were slumping, Dominic would call in and start his call and say, it's not working. It's working for them. Business is good. They look at it as it's hard to win the World Series, even if you have a high payroll, even if you are the New York Yankees, 
It's a crapshoot. It's not a crapshoot for the Astros. There's guys over there going to their fourth World Series in six years, and in six years they've gone to the American League Championship with a bunch of different guys. I look at these Yankees, though, and I say, who played well in the postseason? Harrison Bader. Cashman traded Jordan Montgomery for him. Anthony Rizzo, that was also a Cashman trade. Wandy Peralta, Cashman traded Mike Talkman for him. Clay Holmes was another Cashman trade. And then Garrett Cole played well. John Carlo played well. Those are big signings that Cashman brokered. If you want Cashman gone, please give me a list of names to replace him. I've told you all season long, it is Brian Cashman's job until he wants to get up out of there. And I don't see that happening anytime soon. Why would you want to leave that job? The Yankees are what they are. They're built with a ton of flaws. They have injuries. And then you know what? They come up small in October. Walking into game one, I posted a video on my Twitter, on my Instagram. And I said, why can't this just be the October that they hit? That they leave no doubt. Everybody was worried about Garrett Cole. Everybody was worried about this bullpen. And what was the problem? The strikeouts, not being able to get runners on and bring them in, not being able to hit and score runs, being out homered. They build the team and it is flawed. So we have a whole winter of breaking down every false step with this team. We have a whole winter coming up of thinking about, wow, you know, Matt Carpenter. We gave gave Cashman props for Matt Carpenter, did we not? I think everybody was applauding that move. Got him for nothing. And he did nothing in October after he got hurt. It is what it is. We've seen it before. Like, we've seen it before. Uh, Encarnacion, when he got hit by pitch and came back, was ineffective a few years back. It's always, oh, wait till this guy comes back. Wait till this guy comes back. We're going to get healthy. We're going to have this guy in October. Nah, you need to develop talent. And it's clear that they like to hold their prospects, but I'm not sure about the development process because all you heard today on WFAN and anywhere you listen to the Yankees talk, the Baby Bombers era is over. The Baby Bombers failed. Well, you got Aaron Judge out of that, but do you have Aaron Judge? He's a free agent now. Oh, we got we got months, folks. We got uh, some time to talk about some things. The Baby Bombers failed. For me, Glaber Torres, you can get him up out of here. I've been the last like three trade deadlines. I've been saying, what can we get for Glaber? And that play last night, that's not on him. That's IKF. That's IKF's route to the ball. That's IKF being called on to play shortstop in game four after probably sulking and being on the bench like, oh, man, they're play- playing rookies over me. I started 130 games at shortstop for the New York Yankees. I'm the New York Yankees shortstop. But here we are, and they have to go away from me. The outside noise got too loud. I could literally go on all day about Josh Donaldson, Gio Urshela. We got time for it. But for the New York Yankees, congratulations, you played yourself. It's another year that you can uh, you, you raise up your participation trophy that, yeah, you know, uh, 30 winning seasons. Yeah, we won the AL East. Yeah, we, we were in the postseason for the X amount of time in a row or X amount of time out of a certain amount of years. But you have set the standard and the culture to be going to the World Series and winning the World Series. And actually, what you just did was become the first team in postseason history to lose five straight championship series in a row. That's a new low. So if you don't sign Judge, right, and, you know, where are we going this this winter? If you don't re-sign Judge, uh, what is this team going to look like? I think this, they're going to run it back. They're going to run it back with the manager. They are going to re-sign Judge. You're going to see a lot of the same guys. And you know who they're going to meet? 
the same guys in the postseason, the Houston Astros, the American League uh, runs through Minute Maid Park. And I've got a ton to say, but 877-337-6666. My name's Keith McPherson. I'm a Yankees fan. I love the Yankees, but we got to cook them tonight. I'll be right back. It's your turn to cause trouble. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. What a relief, man. I mean, the Yankees consume a lot of our time, right? If you're like me, when baseball starts, first pitch is important to you daily. You plan your day around, hey, when's the game start? What am I doing? Am I going to the game? Am I watching the game? What do I have to get done before the game? What do I have to move out of? That's like a six-hour commitment. Hour before pregame, three, four game, like three, four hours a game, then the postgame. You're free. You're, you're, you're free. I mean, the, the Yankees did make it to the Final Four. They did make it to the championship series. But, man, they erased the uh, goodwill. They erased the good feelings. The the fans in the streets partying and we want Houston and F. Altuve. I, I, I actually like the fact that Yankees fans did chill on the F. Altuve. Not even because they knew we were beat, we were cooked. But it was just like we don't need it anymore. It's unnecessary. It wasn't like this guy was tearing up. October, but what happened? Like I said, I bet you he gets going in Yankee Stadium. I bet you he gets on base. He finds a way in Yankee Stadium, and he did. The Houston Astros own the New York Yankees, and uh, I don't see it changing anytime soon. Like I said, that kid, Jeremy Pena, he's a dog. Yankees fans begged for Carlos Correa last winter. Oh, we got to sign Correa. Oh, my, come on. Now I understand, you know, I understand those of you that wanted to go get the top shortstop because look at what they actually went to, but look at the Astros. They didn't pay him. They knew they had a guy. They had a dog on the way. That kid just came out and won the the MVP of the ALCS. He might go on and win uh, ALCS or uh, World Series MVP. I'm rooting for Philly, though. Sucks. Yanks fans for Yankees South. They took Joe Girardi, former manager, had to fire him, hired Rob Thompson, who did interview to be the current Yankees manager. It all connects. Didi Gregorius didn't win anything with this group. Not necessarily winning with the Phillies, but he'll get a ring if they come through. Bryce Harper wanted to be a Yankee, would have been another Yankees fan on this team. Yankees passed on him. He's crushing it in October. He won MVP over there, and he's worth every penny, 330 330 million? That's what Judge is looking for. More. What else? <laughs> David Robertson, another former Yankee down there. Uh, Ronald Torres. You you know that the Phillies were literally taking pages out of the Yankees' book over the last couple years, and they figured out how to get back to the World Series before the Yankees did. It just, baseball is the best, man. I love it. Uh, it's just like the baseball gods. I don't know if you believe in God, I don't know if you believe in baseball gods. But it like it all comes together. Even last night, it was like the baseball gods were delaying the inevitable. Rain delay. Game's going to start at 8.30. I'm not driving up there. A week ago today, I sat in there for hours. Sweeney and I were doing rain delay theater. I thought they were going to try and play that game. Yankees fans are fed up. Go do what you have to do. You know, shift. Shift into your fall, winter. Watch basketball. Watch football. And do something with the time that you just got back. From not having to watch the Yankees strike out and come selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Your official station to talk Yankees. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. That's a wrap for your New York Yankees. What a year. I had a fun. I mean, let me say that. Taking my fandom out of it professionally, getting to be on WFAN and MLB Network covering this season. Amazing. Best year of my life, for sure. And getting to talk to fans every night, getting to talk to fans online that speak my language, that relate to me, that I relate to, that I see at the ballpark. Great. Sucks that these guys came up short, but like that, they accept that. That's okay. Nothing's going to change, right? You would think after last year being embarrassed in Boston, something would have changed. And the change that they decided to make, right, we we come into spring training, and they ask Boone who the shortstop is, and he says Gio Urshela. <laughs> the Yankees think they're the smartest guys in the room, I swear. They've always got these plans and these methods and these things that they know that nobody else knows, right? They have these ideas and strategies that they think are going to work, and then they blow up in their faces. Yeah, Gio Urshel is a shortstop. Would have loved Gio to God to be here this year. Would have loved to see Gio playing third base. Okay, he didn't have as much pop as Josh Donaldson. Please go look up their numbers from this season. And think about the headache that Josh Donaldson was. I think he had two more home runs than Gio Urshela. Gary Sanchez is in Minnesota. They had to find a trade partner for him. The The Minnesota Twins are over him. They've seen enough. But the Minnesota Twins were down for that trade because they got Donaldson's money off the books, and that helped them get Carlos Correa to sign a, you know, a deal that he already opted out of. But it helped them get Carlos Correa. I just think it's like, you know, these Yankees, I, I guess they're living in the past. I think the organization definitely is. They're still resting on their 27 championships, and I feel bad for these kids. I got to live it. That's why I'm a Yankees fan, because my intro to baseball, they were winning. 
Like when I put a glove on, when I picked a bat up, I became a Yankees fan and they were winning 98, 99. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like as a kid, when you walk into a team that dominant, an organization with a culture of winning, it's addicting. It's like a drug. And for the last 13 years, I've been chasing that feeling of winning the World Series. The last World Series they won, I was a college kid. And we were getting kegs, and we were popping bottles, and we were having parties all the way through the DS, the CS, and then, of course, the World Series against the Phillies where I went to school at Monmouth. There were kids that were Phillies fans. Like, that was amazing, and I took it for granted. I always tell the story about not going to the parade and going to class and going to practice and thinking, "Um, I'm going to miss the parade, but when I'm out of school and I'm an adult and I'm working in New York City, I'll go right to a bunch of parades. There'll probably be four or five more World Series after this one. No, they bought that World Series, right? They anteed up that year. They got CeCe. They got Teixeira, Burnett. They got Nick Swisher. They, they got the guys that they needed to add to their core that they did develop to put them over the top and be the World Series champs. And now they have this new strategy of not going for it, not getting the top free agents trying to finesse trades and trying to be slick about maneuvers and getting the most out of like, please, it is what it is. And the New York Yankees have another winning season where they come up short, but this year they took four losses on the way out. I thought last year was bad. I thought that was a new low, getting uh, bounced in a one-game elimination against your rivals on the road. No, this is this this trumps that because it's the Houston Astros again, and they they dominated you. It wasn't like... It what there wasn't really, you know, it wasn't really that they blew the Yankees out, but there wasn't really a second where you felt like the Yankees were in control um, at the plate on the mound. You were just hoping and wishing, and now we can be for real, right? Now we can stop pretending it's a wrap. It's over. It's not that they lost because they lose. Like we've all lived through the Yankees not winning World Series and coming up short. It's how they lost. That was embarrassing. So we can stop pretending and being optimistic and, oh, all they need is one win. Don't give up, Keith. You never know what can happen. I knew I knew it was going to happen. But I'm not going to get on air with a bunch of Yankees fans listening and crush dreams. They didn't have it. And the decision, the decision-making down the stretch was self-sabotage. Ruined them. So even if they did potentially, ha- they didn't have it. So no matter what decision you make, Boone didn't have a, a shot anyway. So it is what it is, folks. That's a, that's a tough L. The Yankees are in an identity crisis. They don't know who they are anymore. They think that they're still the 98, 99, 2000. They're far from that. They're actually FaceTiming in David Ortiz and bringing up clips of 2004. I was telling them out in the hallway before I came on, like, 2004, that's when I started to grow up as a fan. I was in high school, and that's when I realized, wow, it isn't a guarantee that the Yankees are going to go to the World Series. They were up 3-0. The Red Sox, I thought, were never going to win. Aren't they cursed? Wait, the Yankees just broke the curse? And then look at how many World Series the Red Sox have won since. And you're going to go back to those clips to try and inspire these Yankees? Congratulations, you played yourself. I could do this all night, and we're probably going to do this all week and uh, all month and the next month and the month after that and then probably a month after that, and then we'll get close to pitchers and catchers and we'll move on. But, uh, yeah, that's, you know, what I got to start this one. (laughs) Rough time in New York, for baseball at least. Uh, You had two teams that had realistic shots. 
of winning the World Series. Both the Mets and the Yankees did. No we, matter what. So we thought. No, they had realistic shots to win the World Series, and the Mets couldn't get out of the wild card game, wild yeah. card series, excuse me, and the Yankees. They advanced, but they. So you they asked me. Five this. games against the Guardians they needed. Partying in the streets. I told you I fear nothing. With October, I, I fear I've seen it all with the Yankees. I've seen them lose in the wild card. I've seen them lose in the DS. I've seen them lose in the CS. I've seen them lose a World Series. I fear nothing. But I told you one thing that I was afraid of. Yes. How they go out against the Astros if they get there the one and two seed right? They they secured the division. They got the first round by. They're destined to meet the Houston Astros in the ALCS for the third time in five years. What I was worried about was how they looked against those guys because I've seen them look not like the Yankees against those guys. If there's one team that neutralizes the New York Yankees, it's Houston. Yeah. And they got swept, and that's forever. They weren't – the Yankees weren't in the same stratosphere as the Astros. And again, there's I – levels to this. Yes. They and the Yankees are not on that level. They're not on that level. And They like to think they are, though. Right. And again, this for, – for me, with everyone – and again, nope, not a lot of people care what I think, but – you had everyone blaming Cashman and Boone. The players didn't perform. They had 12 hits Start in the first there. three games. Start there. Players performed Be mad at on Aaron Judge. I had a show where I came on, and Aaron, I think it was like a Wednesday as Aaron Judge was um, approaching 62, and he got it that night, I think. But my my approach to that show, my take with, with that show was, I don't care. Like You guys are so wrapped up in this home run chase. And the postseason's right around the corner. Yep. This team is built around Aaron Judge literally carrying them. If this guy gets out of whack, if his timing is off, if his approach changes, if his swing is not there, he's going to be a zero in October, and they can't win like that. And people are like, oh, how can you give up on a – I'm not giving up on the, the chase. I said 61 is cool. He tied the record. Enough. Sit him down. Because he's got to have enough time to mentally be locked in and prepared for October. They got five extra days. It wasn't enough. He started the DS 0 for 8, 8 Ks. Clearly affected. Clearly not himself. Clearly not the same guy who was so locked in. He he broke the records. Like He put his name above Maris. He put his name above Ruth. An incredible season from Josh. Don't matter anymore. That will because ma- this, this is going to be louder, yes. right? Great. Yes. When they might not sign yes, Judge. The Mets. They might not sign Judge. Yes, and bring let's, it back. let's live in that reality. Yes. I always tell people to live in the wins and the success. Live in the reality that the Yankees got swept. And Aaron Judge last night said, I've, I've been clear that I want to be in pinstripes since I got here. We couldn't get something done before spring training. I'm a free agent now. It's we'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah, and again, much much like the Mets, 101-win season, for me, I mean, it legit meant nothing because of how they went out. It's erased. It's It means nothing. It's not that you lost. It's how you lost. I could deal with 2017 losing in Game 7. They were ahead of schedule. No one expected them to be there. I could even deal with 2019 losing Game 6 after DJ hits that home run and Altuve comes back and hits that home run. I could deal with it because you know what? Hey, they got the better of them. Chapman sucks. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.